Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, we are live. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The realest show on the radio, the most incendiary show on these morning time airwaves in central Mississippi, and I would dare to say all of Mississippi. We're on 103.9 FM. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just go search WYAB. If you're listening to this later on the podcast, uh, regardless of which platform you're on, if you have the ability to leave a review, please leave us a review. Hit that five stars. Say something nice, bad. It don't matter. We'll take it. Just leave the five stars while you do it. And uh, if you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up and hit that subscribe button. We do appreciate it. Uh, you can find all of those things at Save JXN. Um, well, the podcast is at Clay Edwards Show and the uh, YouTube channel is at Save JXN as well as social media and all that stuff. So, if you want to engage with us, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. It's an F around and found out Friday here on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkeron. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? It's going good, man. I had a good morning. I got up off the couch because, of course, I've been still living at my buddy's house for the last almost five weeks because the uh, y'all don't ever get a home warranty, by the way. This is the worst thing ever. I meant to bring you a fan. Did you? Yeah, that's when. Yeah, <laughs> this is what Clay's joking about. They, uh, I called them, and this has been going on in nearly five weeks, and they they don't update me on any of the status. I need a new compressor. That's what's going on, and they said it, they keep saying it's back ordered, and I get different messages from the tech and from the warranty company. Anyway, they uh, so I called and I was you know trying to figure out the status. I'm like, you guys don't ever update me. What is going on? I'm having to live in my office at my friend's house, and they were like, well, sir, we can give you a fifty dollar coupon for a fan. And that's when I kind of lost it, man. I'm usually a pretty even-tempered kind of person, but then I there was I was throwing chairs in my office, and I'm I'm sure the recording of the recording line was not favorable for them when they showed their manager. There were cuss words. A, a few, a few. <laughs> I mean, I had to I had to go I had to I had to calm down for a moment. I thought I was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> you know, a fan. I, I well, actually what I said was like, do you think this is 1940? Like, should I jump in the Pearl River too to cool off? I mean, this is insane. <laughs> like, you guys go sit on a block of ice. Yeah, I mean, that, right. I just like that's just. I'm like, how insulting is it? So I talked to the next person last night, and I said, look, if you guys offer me another fan again, I'm going to go crazy. And they're like, well, sir, we have that in the notes about what you said yesterday. I was like, I bet you do. <laughs> do uh, Did you work out this morning? I did. I did. Okay, so you, uh, now you're a right-wing, I know a right-wing extremist. Man, I saw that in the group last night, and I, I was listening to the show yesterday, and when you were talking about this, I was like, oh, surely he got this from some, like, you know, Barack Obama's fake birth certificate dot com site or something like that. I just figured it was some, you know, far right site, but lo and behold, it was MSNBC and I was like, dang it. 
like that. I can't believe that. Then I read the article and I was like, you know, I mean, I don't. Even, how, I mean, how do you respond to that? It's it's so ridiculous. I, what do you think about that? I mean, I know you just kind of said it, but I mean, really, so. There's way too many examples that you mm-hmm. don't have to look far to find mm-hmm. that obviously being in shape, or even if we just want to take it down to the MMA culture, it is not right wing. I mean, it's I didn't know that being in shape or being healthy is a political position about anything. I mean, because doesn't I that just, doesn't that the adverse of that tell me that you're saying all Democrats are unhealthy? Yeah, I mean, or like it's good to just not do anything and you know die again of a heart attack. Unless you're talking to the warranty company, then it's perfectly fine. You can do that. <laughs> yes. But but if uh, yeah, I just it's I just wonder like somebody logically thinks that like we're like don't I mean every, we've learned our whole lives about healthy eating and exercise and all those things are beneficial. I mean, it's not just it's not just about looking good. It's about your mental health, your 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 physical health. There's so many benefits to exercise that just far beyond just you know aesthetics and i think and like and i i don't know that they really addressed that in that article i don't think they did at all actually no it's very strange at best Mm -hmm. very strange at best let's see here so man i was trying to for some reason on my desktop version of twitter over here i can't find my my bookmarks but let's just jump into this Good thing. I sh- I, uh, I'm going to try one more time here because uh, I really want to play this uh, this clip. Let's see here. Oh, you know what? I think I saved it in the links here. Even better. I did. I did. I saved it in the uh, in the notes. All right. So question of the day. Question of the day. I need I need uh, especially our black listeners. I need, and I'm not saying this condescending either. Twitter was blowing up last night. The number one trend on Twitter was hashtag colored people. I was like, you piqued my interest. Why is colored people the number one trend on Twitter? Is this a tweet that I got up now that you had in the group chat or the group, or yes. group notes? Okay. Yeah. So I- a little context. This is Republican Arizona rep Eli Crane at a, at a, uh, on C-SPAN at, I guess, a committee meeting of some sort or something or another. I'm gonna, we're going to play it. And then I will, uh, I'll do, I'll read it if I need to. Let's go. Nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve. Okay, it has nothing to do with color, skin, your, any of that stuff. What we want to, what we want to preserve, and nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve. Okay, it has nothing to do with color, skin, your, any of that stuff. What we want to, what we need to do with whether or not colored people or black to do with whether or not colored people or black to do with whether or not colored people. All right, so let's make sure everybody heard that. He said colored people. Is this a Republican representative? Apparently. Okay. Apparently, which I'll be honest, all sarcasm aside, I really just assumed it was a Democrat that got too comfortable. Oh, like when Bill Maher said, yeah. 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 I, I really, I mean, I'm not kidding. I really did. When I, when I found out it was a Republican, I was like, gosh, dang it. Um, so, but uh-huh. Matt Walsh had a good tweet. Okay. And I think I sent you a screenshot of it, but I got it right here. Yeah, you did. So I'm going to pull this up. This is Matt Walsh's reply to it. And keep in mind, who, guys. Who is Matt Walsh? Just for mind. He's the one that produced that movie. He's with the Daily Wire, but he did that movie, What is a Woman? Okay. Okay. So, I mean, he's pretty straightforward. All right, so he says, there is, I'm quoting here, 
don't shoot the messenger. Well, actually, whatever. I don't care. There is no meaningful difference between people of color and colored people. No reason why one is offensive and the other is not. But that's not the point. But that's the point. The woke cult exerts and expands its control by forcing everyone to follow arbitrary rules that make no logical sense. Do you- I disagree with him. I absolutely disagree with him. That term, the way it's used, and I don't think this guy meant it, by the way. I mean, you know, sometimes we look how many times we I misspeak. I mean, so I hate when that's one thing I hate about our culture now. The minute someone just misspeaks or says something, like when we're on the radio, how many times do we say things that we just don't mean to say? It just comes out in conversation and things happen. And, and there's a lot of, I think context matters. Absolutely. And so I'm not. I'm not hating on the guy that said it either yeah. by saying this. I think that he just, you know, because he says it. What did he say? I know you played like eight times. Colored people and black people, or something like that. That's the way he put it. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not hating on that. But I mean, that term was a term in the past that was used. You know, on the top of water fountains and bathrooms and things like that. So I, I get why that's an issue. Let's play it one more time. Nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve. Okay, it has nothing to do with Mr. Speaker. Skin. He may have been referring. He could have been referring to. You know, Hispanic people, you could refer to Middle Eastern people. I don't know. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's not – I didn't – I'm not taking it as he was referring to the 1950s usage of that term. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know that I'm going to say that. I... But then this guy is trying to say you can't say it like that shouldn't be a problem. Well, yeah, it is a problem if you mean it that way. I sure. mean, well, I, you know, also I understand if we're saying, you know, I think the negative context, obviously, you coloreds. Yeah, right. That's what like I'm trying that. to say. There's yeah. context matters. Exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah, look, I think context matters. Of course – Again, obviously, I'm I'm not a, I'm not the spokesperson for the black community, even though sometimes I think I am. But I think context matters. But so the broader question, let's it was really more. Matt, I saw Matt Walsh's tweet before I saw this. Okay. So then I had to kind of find my context in reverse. So, but Matt Walsh brings up a valid point, and I'm just curious to you all out there: Do you see a difference in saying people of color or colored people? When proper context is used, is there? A, they say the same thing. They even use the same words, just flipped. People of color versus colored people. I mean, is that a racial slur? Is the better question? I know it can be used as a racial slur. Sure. I mean, so that, yeah, that should probably just answer my question. Yeah, kind of. That's what I kind of think. I think if you say, I think you just don't say colored people. Like, don't say it. Like, if you say that, it just sounds. It's just too tied to that era. That term, and you know, like I said, they're used in the bathrooms, uh, water fountains, restaurants. I just think it's too tied to that, you know, segregated past. I can understand that. I can, I can live with that. Uh, anybody wants to uh, chime in on that? 769-241-1944. That's the Guns and Gear text line. Speaking of Guns and Gear, get out there this weekend. Get you some pew pew and some uh, some some ammo and nice gun. Man, I'm telling you. Follow him on Facebook. Check out the deals of the day. Fred does a heck of a job with his deals of the day. Hunter and the team over there, man, they're rocking and rolling. They got all your favorite guns. They got all the home of no limit ammo. But look, they're way more than just a gun store. They also Cerakote. They do gunsmithing. And look, I say it all the time. Who wants to have to go to a pawn shop to sell something? 
I don't want to. It's already just kind of a negative connotation about it. And, you know, I like to go to pawn shops and buy stuff. Like selling plasma when you're in college? Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah, exactly. that's <laughs> Can I get this pint of blood off of me? Uh, I, I mean, I'm, you know, all of us, I think, at least hope all of us have done that at one time or another. Mm-hmm. And then uh, go drink beer because you, you donated the plasma? You know, and I, <laughs> I want to be very careful about how I say this on the radio. I, I always wonder, I think we all aspired to be a different kind of donor, didn't we? Yeah. Right. So where do I get paid to do this? <laughs> That's it. You know, I've That's never, I never found the bottom of that rabbit hole. I remember back in the 90s, there were these uh, ads for that, what you're referring to. You know, like you could go donate, but I don't think they wanted 19 year old kids. <laughs> they weren't looking for that at that time. Thoroughbreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, you know, it wasn't quite what they were looking for. And I think I remember one of the ads, and this is so long ago, said that, like, you don't need to drink for a whole month or something like that. And we're like, college, like, yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm out of this. Well, you used to couldn't give blood if you had AIDS. Now they don't care. They, do they not now? I did not know that. I, I mean, mean, in California, you can't, you can't ask when they're donating. Hmm. If somebody, now I don't know if they eventually test it before they use it. Yeah, right. But I hope to, so. To donate, you don't even have to, uh, to uh, let them know you have AIDS or not. Also, f- forever, I don't know if they've changed this because I don't give blood, but you, people with tattoos couldn't get it, couldn't donate I blood. I remember that. And are you supposed to give blood if you're, we we're talking about always talking about testosterone treatment. If, you, if you're on TRT treatment, is that one of the things that you're supposed well, to do? Potentially. They, did, they check your blood levels. Mm-hmm. I think I'm about due to uh, get a pint drained. Okay. That's so, right. Like my face is a little red, that my blood pressure gets up a little bit. Mm hmm. Yeah, but also that kind of runs in my family where you, you your body can make too much blood and you need to get a pint drained every year or so. I got gotcha. you. I'm 45 in and hadn't had any drained for that reason anyway. I've lost mm. blood. I've lost blood. <laughs> but, okay. But I haven't had any drained. I need to look into that. But hey, real quick before I go any further, Guns and Gear, get out there this weekend. Check them out. Gunsandgearms.com is the website. Guns and Gear is the Facebook page. And they're located on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt, right there next to the all-new Booze Smokehouse at Yandale Road, right there in that shopping center. All right. Let's see here. We got a speaking of guns and gear. We do have a few guns and gear texts. So let me get this pulled up real quick. All right. Somebody said they do test it even if they don't ask. Yeah, surely they do. Talking about the blood. Said, uh, morning... What does the NAACP mean? And they say we are racist by saying colored people. Well, it doesn't. What is this? Uh, I, I say, I'm not stepping in this, this this trap of even saying what the end part of NAACP means. What's National Association for the Advancement of Colored People? That's what it means. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking the end was. Oh, uh, I was thinking the the the. The college fund, brain fart. Oh rest. yeah, that was right. Yeah. Those used to be on those commercials on in the eighties all the time. Remember that? I've not mm-hmm. seen one of those in years. I mean, look. So, hell, I'll just say Negro. It's con- context matters. Mm. Like the Negro leagues. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Negro College Fund. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, context matters. That's what right? we were just talking about. So I think yeah. in terms of NAACP, uh, it's a little I, different. I'm, right? You're never going to hear the hard R. On, on this, I'm never going to give you that context. I'm never going to give you that sound bite. Right, but I mean, it was you called know, the Negro Leagues. I don't think yeah. it hurts anything saying that when you're saying in that context, sure. Yeah, but so did you see recently where an MLB announcer, a Major League Baseball announcer, they were talking about the Negro Leagues and this, that, and the During other. the All-Star game? I don't know. It's been sometime in the last year. Okay. But he accidentally said the hard R, trying to say Negro and... Oh, no, I think I missed that. I mean, he, I knew they talk about the – I mean, of course they talk – I watch baseball he, a lot, and they talk about the Negro Leagues. It's, yeah, it's really fascinating, actually. He all the got fired. Oh, it is. Dude, I'll tell you what. I want to go to the Field of Dreams game. It's oh, a, so do I. It's That's, in Birmingham this year. Is it? I yeah, did not or, even know. Over in Alabama, yeah. Or is that next year? 
This year. This year. Okay. They're building the stadium. They're building a a, a stadium there on the site of the original Mm -hmm. so they can do it there every year. But this year it's rotating and it's going to be in Alabama where uh, the Negro League team played there. It's the oldest baseball, one of the oldest baseball stadiums. Only cool. Or the only uh, Negro League standing stadium left or Mm -hmm. something like that. I, but, I mean, talk about a cool guy's trip. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I, I mean, mean, you'll never get a ticket. No. But, that's no. But it would be cool. All right, let's a uh, couple more texts real quick and get out of here for the, to our first break. Uh, radiators, radiation workers are discouraged from giving blood. Oh, I bet they are. I bet they are. Dustin says, Every two to six months, man, I do. He's talking about giving blood. He does testosterone. He goes, every two to six months, man, I do two because my hemoglobin and hemoglobin levels get too high. Blood red face, headache, et cetera. Sometimes I stretch it to three months. It's a big difference. Depends on your levels, of course, but it's pretty standard every three to six months. Well, I'm I'm due. I'm due. I'm done. I need to call. Uh, I need to call. Call Scott. Call Scott and ask him. A, That's just a, what Bo's been telling me about that. I'm gonna, you know, once they're gonna check my levels, and I'm gonna need to donate. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I, the, the medical stuff is not my. I listen to them. They know what they're talking about. I'm a hater. I just want to throw mine away. I don't want anybody to have it. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Clay <laughs> Edwards <laughs> show. <laughs> Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey, you wondering what you're going to do for dinner tonight? Well, wonder no more. You're going to order some pizza or go in and dine at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's here on the weekend. Look, I'm telling you, that's a bumping little shopping center out there at Fan and Mart. You got all kind of stuff to do. And you also got the best pizza in the city right there at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. You got nine Different frozen daiquiris, which, hey, by the way, now you can get them to go. Now you can get them delivered from take-a-break deliveries. Get pizza and frozen daiquiris delivered to your house. Come on down, young son. You can do all that at Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. They got nine, uh, was it, 12, 12 different specialty pizzas. Of course, if you can't decide on which one you want, get the Wheel of Flavor. You can put three different specialty pizzas onto one pie. And look, sit down, dine in. They got burgers. They got all kind of good stuff over there. I, t- I always recommend the pig, pig, pig as far as especially pizza. They smoke their Boston butts, their pulled pork. They smoke it on site there. It's not some frozen stuff they got from somewhere, uh, you know, like a lot of these places. They they smoke it on site. Everything's fresh. You can't go wrong. Go out there. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's open daily, 4 p.m. and available on locally owned. Take a break. Deliveries support not one Clay Edwards sponsor, but two simultaneously by ordering dinner tonight from Take a Break Deliveries and Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. All right, Sean, before we jump into the Fox stuff. Sure. I've got another video here. What is it? Um, Liberals say don't eat greens or something. <laughs> I mean, is it what's next, right? Yes, vegetables are racist. Vegetables, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is um, MSNBC has been on a roll. Uh, MSNBC has been on a roll. Um, Mika Brzezinski mm-hmm. seems to think that it's Joe Biden's uh, handler's fault that he's fallen down all over the place and that they should be more cognizant of. And I don't mind by his handler, I mean his physical, the people within his proximity. Yeah, like they all, the presidents all have body men. Body, uh, body men. I didn't know if you were familiar with the term. Sure, yeah, because yeah. have you ever uh, you ever watched The West Wing before? Mm-hmm. And the uh, 
Dewey Hill was is a character. He's uh he's in Charlie, and uh, he's a he's a president's body man who's got multiple sclerosis. Yeah. in the show, and like that's just kind of a representation of what they are, what they do. Gotcha. You know? Well, so he they she's blaming his his nonsense on body men. This is um this is I mean, she's mad. Have you have you not heard this? Mm-mm. All right, here we go. I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off plane. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay? Let him do his job. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president that we've seen, uh, I, I don't know, since Clinton. But my God, make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because, don't don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage, and we've been on stage, I've done speeches, and I'm so nervous, I'm doing the speech, I'm trying to get it right, and when it's done, I don't know which way to go, and I'm looking for direction. So do a better job, because you can't have these video images of the president tripping, or the president like going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor, and it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and and, and the schedule. It makes me mad. The schedule. I mean. The wheels are coming off. Well, look, uh, she's got a point about one thing. Did you watch? Of course you watched it. I know you watched it. Uh, the video with the sandbag. It was sitting right there. I mean, I would have tripped over it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of clumsy anyway. So it, the, the sandbag thing was, I'm not talking about the other falls, but that one, somebody should have picked that sandbag up. Yeah. I do I, I do agree with her there. Like, that thing was right in his way. And he's old, man. You're right. He can't see the sandbag. I mean, that's not, do we, are we all going to pretend, let's not pretend that he's not old. Like, well, I mean, like, de- yeah, I'm I mean, he is old. I mean, like, so they should have moved the sandbag. I mean, he is, he's like 4,062 years old. I mean, what do you think, move the sandbag. What's his greatest fall? There's got to be the bicycle, right? Yeah, how many presidents have fallen on a bicycle? It seems like they're a lot. Or maybe oh. I'm thinking about the West Wing. I think that's the West Wing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, how, I mean, I, it's got to be the bicycle because it already stopped. Yeah. Did you see the picture of him on the beach recently? I just saw that last night. I, I did. I did not think it was real. Okay. I mean, it is. I know. But yeah. Initially, I was like, "Is that real? Is that real?" <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. That's terrible, man. Ruined everybody's beach trip. Going out there with all the Secret Service and stuff. Disrespect. Was he at the beach at Delaware? Right? Is that right? I don't know. Delaware has beaches. the Delaware beaches. I don't know. I mean, I can't even. I don't know the geography of Delaware to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I can. I can point point out Delaware on the map. Yeah. It's true. Is that in the Northeast or Midwest or? Yeah, it's in it's over by Maryland, New Jersey, right? I just God, that sound that sounds terrible. <laughs> I look at my geography of where Delaware exactly is located. Uh, I've never been to Delaware, so. Uh, Richard chimes in on the guns of your text line. Said, does she say he's doing his job working on politics like Clinton? <laughs> Guess they're both getting. Oh, I can't say that. Were they satisfied in the Oval Office? Um. Somebody says sandbags fault. Are you serious? 
I mean, it was in his way. I'm just saying, I'm not blaming the other falls, but the sandbag, watch the video. The sandbag was in his way. I'm just giving him that one. He's a thousand years old. I mean, he probably didn't. Whose grandparents would have saw that sandbag? I mean, let's move the sandbag. That's it. It's legit. I don't care who the president is. It is time to cap. A hundred percent, man. This is not. You know who said that was James Carville. I listen to his podcast all the time. And he said something the other day. Who? James Carville. Carville, Carville. Yeah, and uh, he said, you know, back when he was working with Bill Clinton, he said Bill Clinton was in his 40s. He's like, the presidency is a job for a younger man for in their 40s, 50s kind of mm-hmm. thing. He said, you know, back in the 90s, James was talking about I could go fly out to California on the night before a speech, give a speech, and then fly back the same day. And so now he's like, when I go now, he's 75, I think, I have to fly three days beforehand, rest up, give the speech, and then I can't take another flight for like two days because I'm so tired. He's like, it's not a job built for the elderly. Mm-hmm. And that kind of intent. I mean, look, we all see, everybody sees every single president, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, everybody ages tremendously during that time. It's such a stressful job. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think that there is something that we should consider about their, certainly about their ages. And this goes for Donald Trump. I mean, he's only four years younger than Joe Biden, by the way. Hey, but it's a big four years in cognitive Ability. Yeah, when you take that much Adderall, you can move around the country pretty fastly. No, you're. I mean, he appears, and the polls are showing that Trump appears so much younger than Biden to all of us. All of us, mm-hmm. everybody sees that he's so much. He's got so much more vigor, and he's he's out there. But um, but he is only four years younger. So I was um I was listening to, a little off subject here, but I was listening to Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm. I think I got his name right. He was on Clay and Buck's show yesterday. The future host of some Fox News program. I, I think they were well, their own by Fox News. No, I'm just saying that he will be after uh, this. Kevin, yeah. But, you know, he seems to think, and I tell you, I, he's third in polling right now. Yeah, but he's got, I mean, he's a, he's a smart guy. I mean, he's he, not, but. He's he, third in polling. He seems to think, come Super Tuesday, it's just going to be down to him and Trump. You They're, never know. I mean, I think, you DeSantis know. DeSantis is a. Oh, he's a sinking ship. If he's a stock. You should have already sold it. He's, you know, and it's so, it's kind of sad about him. And the reason I say that is he has been an effective governor in Florida. But the problem is he just decided whoever told him I need to go full woke gave him some bad advice. And I think he also, the other bad advice was, you know, you're going to try to out Trump Trump. You're not going to be Donald Trump. Donald Trump is, is an anomaly. It, it's just who he is. And you're not going to be able to match. I don't care if you say we need to ship all transgender people to you know some other country. Like you go as far right as you want to go. Like it's not working, and it's definitely not going to work in a general election. Then he did that homophobic ad over July Fourth weekend that just turned a ton of people e- off. Even one of the one of the head guys over at Gays Against Groomers mm-hmm. left the organization because the president was still supporting DeSantis after it. He was the same. You know, I, I don't like getting into those so offended. But even I sat back when I said it on here. I was like, that just kind of offends your sensibilities a little bit. It there. was too far. It I was... know I've said some crazy stuff about mm-hmm. the trans people, and I stand by that. But I still ain't got nothing to say about the gays. I mean, I think that just insinuating that being gay is somehow a bad thing. I mean, we can get into the religious argument, whatever. But at the end of the day, these are Clay's beliefs. Sure. I ain't got no problem with it. I thought that commercial was a line. And most of America doesn't have a problem with it. And that's what I think was so offensive to everybody. And he's, I think he just, you know, what's the word here? Peed in his whiskey. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and he, uh, it just, it was a bad idea. And, and he's, and he's going to be, I I don't know. I always say that he's not going to make it till the end of the year. I think that's my prediction, but we'll see. I I saw an article the other day. I, I didn't get a chance to click on it. I was moving and shaking, but, Apparently, there's about to be a, a, a an internal meeting with his staff and about con- moving forward or not. Really, you know, I, I haven't seen that lately. I don't know 
if that took place or not. It was on from one of the political sites, and I, it was mm-hmm. not like Breitbart or something, but like maybe the Hill or sure. something like that. You know, so it was legitimate site. So. I, I, admitting, I know all the jokes about right wingers reading uh, fake stuff. Well, same goes for left wingers. I, re, I do try to. I yeah, got, yeah, I, I know. Select, we talk all the time. We try to trade information yeah, and see a, what we. I got a select few sites that I read that I that I trust, and, and that's kind of it. Everything else, I'm like. Eh. I mean, we got fake information. Freaking MSNBC is talking about how working out's bad for you. <laughs> that's just yeah. kind of ridiculous. I yeah. listened to it, Clay. You, the, I sent you it this morning. The um, Bill Maher's interview with Robert Kennedy Jr. You know, mm-hmm. R- RFK. Anyway, they were talking about this Trump thing. And it was funny because my sister and I had this similar conversation last night. And she said to me, she said, you know, we'd like Donald Trump if he agreed with us on the issues. Like she was talking me and her. And, the, and I was like, why do you say that? And she said, the reason is he's, he's shameless. And people like that about him, that he's willing to kind of say what he wants to say. And that's what attracts people to him. And I think that's where DeSantis, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because I think that's where DeSantis messed up. And Bill Maher and Robert Kennedy, uh, RFK, were talking about that. They're saying Trump, the good, uh, Bill Maher said this, like, the good thing that Trump did is he kind of just ripped the Band-Aid off of, of our politics. Fake politicians. Yeah, because, like, so Maher was saying, look, I'm a atheist pot smoker interviewing a presidential candidate, and nobody cares. But back in the 90s, this would have been an issue, like him interviewing somebody that's running. And he's like, but nowadays, it just doesn't mean anything. And he's like, maybe that's a positive thing about what Donald Trump has caused, because anything goes at this point. He broke the mold. And, cause mm-hmm. that, and, and I think that that actually has hurt DeSantis, because I believe if it was politics as usual mm-hmm. De- that DeSantis plays that character way better than having to try to play Donald Trump uh, yeah you talk about like the ultra conservative family values kind of thing raw raw like, speech guy you mm-hmm. know just the, the the stuff that don't work no more it just doesn't work and uh and I mean I think he's just showing that you know as long as Donald Trump is in the Republican Party no, no one is going to be the master of it yep. and and you know and just and also and when he's but the worst part for DeSantis is even when Trump is gone He's damaged himself so much at this point. He almost would have been off just waiting to the next cycle. Everybody's everybody thought that, mm-hmm. you know, especially after Trump announced. And you know, maybe maybe DeSantis is sitting back thinking that Trump ain't going to be able to run, and if he's there, he's, he's next man up. But the polling, I mean, I know he's second in the polls behind Trump, but I don't know. Let's Did he a, drop like another twenty points recently, or something crazy like that? I had to go back and look. Uh, all right, when we come back. I got something else I want to hit. CNN had to apology. CNN had to apologize for telling the truth. Apologize for telling the truth. Let me make that. Let me say that again. CNN had to apologize for telling the truth. We'll play that video coming up next on the Clay Edwards Show. Sean York Karan. It's an F around and found out Friday right here on 103.9. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends, how about both of how about both of our car lot sponsors today, man? We'll do it in one fell swoop here. If you need a if you're looking for a late model, a uh, little higher mileage F one fifty, you can save some money on. Come see me out at Ellis Autoplex. We got them. We got them slanging and banging out there, boy. But hey, we are expanding our inventory. I got three Toyota Four Runners. I had four, sold one yesterday. I got three Toyota Four Runners. I got a couple Honda Accords. I just traded for a nice little Honda CRV, a little higher on the mileage, but it's a really, really nice one that I think you guys are going to uh, be able to get a good deal on. And I got several other things out there, too. I got a nice Infinity Q50. And, and, and uh, hey, uh, my Democrat friends out there, I've got a Dodge Charger. That's right. The GT model with the ground effects, the 20 inch wheels, all that. Check it out. You can view all of it online at 
ellisautoplex.com. And hey, we buy cars too. I bought four from you guys in the last two weeks that listen to this very show here. We are, we, are, we are making fair market value offers and writing you a good local check on the spot that you can cash today. Also, how about if you need something in that ten dollars to $20,000 range? You need a little help with your financing or you want to donate a car? How about my friend's Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center down at Crystal Springs? If you got an old car sitting in your driveway on your property, running or not, as long as you got a title, they'll come and pick that thing up for you, and you're going to get a tax write-off for what that vehicle is either worth or sold for, depending on how you structure that with them. Can't go wrong there. You 1099 folks, you business owners, what a great way to get a, get a tax write-off because they're a 501c3, and they can do that. And, hey, that money that they make – goes to fund their drug rehabilitation center, Mercy House Teen Challenge, where they're helping beat addiction and put fathers back in homes. You can check out their website, mercyhouseautocenter.com. One more time, mercyhouseautocenter.com. If you're looking for a vehicle in that ten dollars to $20,000 price range, they're going to be your sweet spot. If you're looking for a you know, little, little, little different type inventory, trucks, uh, we got a lot of we deal in platinums and king ranches and a lot of that stuff. I'm going to be your guy out there at LS Autoplex. A little higher mileage, a lot less on the price. They're all been checked out. They're good to go. I employ you to come out and take a look at them. All right, Sean. Actually, you know how we were talking about just about DeSantis and how he's doing so poorly and all that stuff. I just wanted to Google what the uh, what the donors were doing because that's kind of how your how your campaign goes. You mm-hmm. got money, you can keep going. You don't have money, you can't keep going. It's that simple. Apparently, the Murdochs are starting to sour on him, and a lot of his uh, donors are privately just concerned about the trajectory of this and uh, where it's going and, and, and his recent moves. So I'm telling you, and, and, and he's, DeSantis wants to go to Iowa, which is January 15th, to make some kind of movement there, but you got to have money to get there. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. we got, what, five months left in the year? Yeah. So yeah. It'll be interesting. He, I, I would think that in the, in the wake of wokeness, that the Murdochs are clearly going that direction. I mean, they're Democrats playing conservative over there, uh, especially the Suns. You know, I would think I would think that that ad that get that anti LGBTQ ad is going to cost him a lot of big corporate dollars. Yeah, I think uh, he lost a ton on that. that I, really I really do. I, I don't know how these big corporations can can shove diversity, equity, and inclusion down all of our throats and then and then donate to DeSantis. Well, I'm I mean, not I'm not for it. The DEI stuff. Sure. But I'm just saying I don't know how they can how they can do both. Or any other corporation for that matter now that kind of gets worried. I mean you still don't whether you're into DEI or not, I mean you're still worried about that ad is just so radioactive that I think that it's just going to hurt him on fundraising for the rest of the rest of the time he's in the campaign. He's he's lucky it hasn't gone super viral outside of the Twitter the Twitter verse. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of I don't know, a lot of normies, I don't think saw it. Yeah, but, I've talked to several people. They're like they didn't know what ad it was, and yeah. yeah. But I think you know a lot of people kind of in the in the midst of the culture, we're in the thick of the culture war. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're talking about it here in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it it was it was relevant. All right, let's end the hour a little bit here on something uh, kind of funny. You know, when fake news has to apologize. For saying real news. That is y'all CNN, Sean. Here they go. I want y'all, I want to see if y'all catch what's going on here. You got to be listening. Let me get, make sure I got my volumes turned up. Was telling us basically. All right, hold on. This is concerning Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light, so it'll be fun. 
We even talked to a bar in Chicago. One bar was telling us basically they're, re- they're not going to serve it because they don't like the way Dylan Mulvaney was treated after this whole controversy started. He, of course, is the transgender uh, person. He said he, of course, is the transgender. So he referred to Dylan Mulvaney as his birth gender. Let's do it one more time. Mm. Treated after this whole controversy started. He, of course, is the transgender. He, of course, is the transgender. Okay, so. Let's scroll on down. Now CNN, the venerable CNN, has had to uh, apologize for telling the truth. All right, here we go. Here's their apology. Before we wrap up today, we do want to make an important note. Yesterday in a segment about transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, who was featured in Bud Light's recent campaign, she was mistakenly referred to by the wrong pronoun. And CNN aims to honor individuals' ways of identifying themselves, and we apologize for that error. Um, Sean, if they can knowingly get people to go along with this lie, they can get you to do anything. Well, I just think, again, like, it's kind of what we were just talking at the beginning of the show about the guy that was talking about people of color or colored people. I mean, people say things quickly. I mean, I've referred to transgender people. I'll say he. No, he, like, told, uh, he told the truth. Okay, whichever you want to call. I'm just saying yeah. if they're apologizing because he should have said it this way. I'm just saying look at it this way. If he was supposed to say it for the air, right? Yeah. I don't think way, he didn't do anything wrong. It's the, apologize, it's the apologizing for him telling the truth that I think should be a big red flag. Okay, because he, he referred to him. Uh, referred he referred to, him as to a, a guy as a man. Mm-hmm. He said he. And yeah. then they're saying he used the wrong pronoun. We apologize, but but everybody knows this guy's a guy. But Does, uh, play all the play all the make believe he wants. He's still a guy. And, and I've looked this for Dylan Mulvaney is not like in the transition process, right? No. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a very particular individual situation that even if you want to be pronoun friendly he ain't the one to do it with i see what you mean right he's not the he's not somebody that's actually in the transition process going that it's just kind of exactly exactly he is it's been referred to you know how black faces obviously white people pretending to be black Mm -hmm. for whatever he is playing woman face and it's and it's effing insulting does he identify as a woman or is he just is it just a it's just a it's a gimmick let's take a break all right welcome back into the clay edwards show we got about 30 seconds uh to a minute or so here in this last segment, um, top of the next hour, we are going to dig into some of the some of the Anthony Fox stuff. At some point in the next hour, with Jody Owens rebuttal and all of that stuff, we'll be. I got some other fun culture war stuff. It's Friday. I don't want to be just too serious all day. I want to have fun like we've been doing this hour. But we're going to cover this Anthony Fox Jody Owens thing. Unlike any other platform, Sands maybe a Dark Horse Press or Jackson Jambalaya. And I just want to be on top of it, and I think because I think it's fair to cover it from every side. But uh, coming up in the next hour, Garth Brooks headlining a gay festival. Isn't he y'all's icon? Was I, I mean? Well, his, his pronoun is was. I mean, I just thought he was the you know. Yeah, you may have heard Garth was, Brooks headlining a gay. A gay festival in New Orleans, um, and, and I like. I mean, Garth Brooks is iconic. He's one of those kind of music that, that everybody. I'm not, and I'm not a huge country music and fan, I, but it, I, still, I it's. Think it's sponsored by Bud Light, and um, uh, and uh, Dylan Mulvaney will be the MC, the host of it. I'll tell you about that on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Curran, live on 103.9 FM WYAB.
right, you're welcome back then. I didn't make any sense. You're welcomed back in. You're welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is hour two of an effed around and found out Friday with Sean and Clay right here on 103.9 FM. All right, guys, this segment, real quick, man, going to be brought to you by our friends over at Ulist Realty, Brad Burleson and the crew. Hey, if you're out home shopping this weekend, you're ready to move to Rankin County, you're ready to move out there to Brandon 042 and be my neighbor, come on down to Stonebridge, located right off Highway 18, right past Brandon High School and right in front of Stonebridge Elementary. They got homes starting as low as two seventy five, uh, a brand new home starting as low as two seventy five. If you get in early enough, you can uh, have some input on a few design things and paint and countertops and stuff of that nature. Maybe some flooring. I, I, I can't remember exactly, but you'll have a little bit more input than if you wait until it's finished. Get out there, ride around. Look, man, they got a community pool. They've got a community playground, a community room that you can rent for parties and stuff, just like they have at apartments and stuff. Really cool deal. Gorgeous neighborhood. Your kids can literally ride their bikes to school, walk to school. I mean, it is it is communal living at its at its best without actually having to live in an apartment. <laughs> you actually own a nice house. Uh, it's a gorgeous area back there. And you got all the amenities of Brandon, and you're technically right outside the city limits. So, you know what that means? It means taxes are lower. But you have all the benefits for your insurance stuff because you get the uh, the fire department and all that right there too. So it's 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 well worth it all, and you're in the Brandon School District. So get out there, check it out. If you have any questions, get in touch with Brad over at Ulist Realty. the The website is ulistms.com. That's the letter U, listms.com. He can tell you all about it. Uh, gorgeous neighborhood. I've ridden through just a couple times. I like to know what I'm talking about when I do these ad reads. Instead of just saying, here, say this, and I'm telling you, I mean, when you pull in there, they got the gorgeous, literally a stone bridge. It's amazing. It's like something out of a movie. Y'all get out there, check it out. Come be my neighbor out there in Rankin County. A lot of great concerts always at the amphitheater. You'll be close to it. The traffic's actually not an issue unless you're going, literally going to the amphitheater, the way that Brandon Police does a great job with the traffic control out there. So if you, if, don't let that be a, a hang-up for you. You'll never even know it's there unless you're in the line. So, good stuff there. Ulistms.com. Sean. Um, so, we're all familiar with, joined by Sean Yorkron, by the way, for just tuning in, my favorite white liberal. Um, if, not if, I'm sorry. If you've listened to this show for more than five minutes over the last month or two, since April 1st, you know there's been a controversy with Bud Light. And, Is it, uh, has there been one? Yes. I mean, and, like. and And transgender influencer, woman face bigot dylan mulvaney they sponsored him they put his face on a can yada 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 well garth brooks is opening a bar in nashville and he made it clear that bud light would be served in his bar and if you don't like it you don't have to come well a lot of people have made the decision to do just that not come to his bar well yesterday so i want to give you the context of garth brooks standing up for a fake a fake transgender and supporting Pride with Bud Light. So yesterday, it was announced that the folks that run the Sugar Bowl are doing a kickoff concert. It's nowhere near the time of the Sugar Bowl, but I guess it's just to drum up some interest and stuff because things have gotten more competitive. This story's on Axios. Garth Brooks to headline Labor Day event at Caesar Superdome. 
says, Garth Brooks will headline a new music event on Labor Day weekend in New Orleans that's meant to welcome football season in. The Sugar Bowl country kickoff will be September 2nd at Champion Square and the Caesar Superdome. Louisiana native Laney Wilson will open up for Brooks along with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. The event is presented by the Louisiana Office of Tourism. It says, any trip to Louisiana is guaranteed good time, so please count me in, said Brooks in a written statement. New Orleans has been a longtime host of the All-State Sugar Bowl and the New Year's Day on New Year's Day. The 2024 event will double as the college football playoff semifinals. Organizers said the proceeds from the kickoff event will support numerous community programs, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the reason they're doing this concert is uh, as football, as college football playoff looks to expand a year from now, we find ourselves in an increasingly competitive environment, said Sugar Bowl CEO Jeff Hundley. In a statement, this is a this has caused us to look at everything with a fresh set of eyes and to even look at creative ways to drive revenue in order to remain competitive with larger cities in possession of much larger corporate bases. Scrolling down, it says uh, tickets go on sale July 21st. They're starting at, uh, or actually all the tickets apparently are only $98.95 each. Worth noting, New Orleans is also hosting Southern Decadence on Labor Day weekend. If you're not familiar with what Southern Decadence is, and the some context here. The only reason I know is because last year during the monkeypox pandemic, they canceled it because they were scared of a monkeypox being spread. And you can't make that up. It's the largest gay festival in the South. They had to cancel it because they were scared. They, they couldn't just not do what they do to spread monkeypox. They said, no, we don't, we can't control ourselves. We're just going to cancel the whole event. So now they've got Garth coming in to headline decadence weekend. I mean, I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> I mean, you know, Garth is y'all's dude. <laughs> That's all. I, I mean, I'm not a. I don't have Garth on my Spotify. If you look at my Spotify right now, it's like, uh, it's like the first song is the Supremes, and then the second is Megadeth. I mean, you know, I, mean, I got a weird taste in music. I swear, if Bud Light ain't the sponsor for this, I mean, what a great missed opportunity. They're gonna have to start getting some fans back. This seems like a way to do it. I mean, can you see just your average Garth fan wandering down into? They, they, you know, they ain't into the culture war. They don't know what's going on. Just wants to hear friends in low places. Yeah, but they go. You gonna find some friends in low places in New I mean, Orleans on Decadence weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. You know, he's. Uh, I mean, he's he's taking a stand. He's going the other way with it. You know, we'll see how that works for him. Well, I think. Uh, you know, the thing about him. Well, I guess it's a good argument when you think about it because Bud Light, we always thought was iconic. We've talked about that so many times about the commercials and what they've done. Garth as well. I Garth mean, is iconic. I mean, whether you're into country music or that kind of, but G is like, a brand. He is a he is an iconic music figure, and will, he's, he's a living Elvis Presley. Yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what he's done since you know for the last thirty years, right? I guess yeah. about thirty years. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. So we'll see. You know, if that affects him the way it affects. I think Bud Light and you and I have talked about this on air several times. It's a, it's such a weird scenario that I think is so that uh, that it hit them so much harder than it's hitting other places. For instance, like Target, like I don't know, I mean Target shares might have gone down, but it's not. People are not stopping shopping at Target because of all that stuff. And um, and Bud Light, I think, is because generally, in my opinion, and I think you've kind of thought this too, is that people were so used to drinking that beer, but there were so many other alternatives that they could have drank. And now that they are, they're like, well, why did I drink that junk? Yeah. I think that's what happened to them. People like 
woke up. It's like they took what's it, what's it called, red pill. Yeah. You know, like it's that. I think that's pill. what kind of happened. Well, you know, so many great memories are tied to an image, a brand, a taste, a smell, stuff of that nature. And I think that blue Bud Light can mm-hmm. was tied to so many people's memories from probably the first beer they ever had through college, through life, through football, through all these memories. There's there's a constant if they drink beer, and it was probably Bud Light. Mm-hmm. So it was. It felt like they were uh, kind of attacking a par- like a part of them turned their back on them. And, uh, and Garth's music could very well could be said the same. Um, it, so many memories are tied to music. But there's also but the difference between Garth Brooks and Bud Light is there's not another Garth Brooks. Yeah, I, so he's like he's so either you just don't listen to him and you yeah. don't you're not like okay well I'm going to go start listening to whoever else Shania Twain yeah. I don't know I don't, again I don't listen to country music but like it's he's who he is there isn't an there isn't an option yeah other I mean than, either you go either you want to listen to Garth or you don't exactly regardless in taste in music or other celebrities I can go I can go to another stadium and see another artist is big enough to feel one. But it ain't Garth. And I'm not going to hear Friends in Low Places. Yeah. I'm not going to hear those things that I grew up listening to. At Bud Light, it's like, I can go drink a Modella, and it's a, what's the difference? You can, I, mean, dude, I, I tried one the other day. I saw your post about no, that. I, no difference. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, Sean and Clay? Hey. And pretty much whenever you got to the part where you said that uh, Laney Wilson, not Laney Wilson, who would you say was coming with you? Laney Wilson. Yeah, Lanny Wilson and all of them were coming uh, and doing the, I guess, the gay pride, all that stuff. It reminded me of the video you played uh, on on your, uh, I don't know if it say Jackson or whatever, where the dude said, you know, you have, they have so many uh, things to make up, you know, you get their quality and all that crap, so they'll get funded. They're they're coming, they're coming after American. Uh, football so i mean what what better to get because uh, who, who goes to football games it's not it's not the the drag queens and the you know all the little alf, alphabetical uh uh parade people it's people like us american people with american money they're going in there to try to be like hey I, i'm not gonna watch football because all this crap's going on it's just another part of destroying america Tearing the fabric of America apart. Yep. It's, I, I mean, told they, you, they are, it's a battle for the soul of America. And they're taking they a football from us. They're for the flag and all that stuff. And they get past all that. Now it's like push all that stuff in. People be like, I don't, I don't watch football. They're going to have all this. And then what we got? You know what I mean? I guess we can start watching soccer or something. I don't know. I just... I'm with you, though. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see you conservative guys watching soccer. That That's not going to happen. We, we, we you guys would, ain't doing we that. We would mess the chance up. Yeah, you ain't doing right? that. That wave, that, that wave thing they do at soccer games. Wearing jerseys, you know, like United <laughs> Arab. I just can't see it. We'll try, you can see Bubba going to buy a kit. And they get mad whenever you call it soccer. They're like, it's football. I'm like, no, it's not football. It's f- football. All right, yep. brother. Appreciate it, man. All right, man, be safe. All right, you too. All right. Um, and then now, look, I, I don't 100 percent agree with him about uh, about different type people not going to football games. I mean, especially if you've ever been to a Saints game or something. I, football is not the largest sport in America because it's just a bunch of uh, rednecks watching it. I promise, they, it does have a d- very diverse, very diverse audience. Football owns America. Yeah. I mean, it just does, and it's and it's then it's not going to stop. The I read a really good article in the Atlantic a few months ago about how the decline of baseball over the years and this, the new rule changes in baseball have saved it, mm-hmm. but it's 
it's just attention ne- span stuff. Right, yeah. exactly. And so they um, that is caused because games are lasting about two hours on average now, where it used to just last forever, and people weren't watching it. But now people are going back and watching baseball and subscribing to MLB Ticket and all the, and those things. But it's still never going to catch up to where the NFL is. It's the I same mean, reason why soccer won't, uh, the NFL works great because you can play on your phone the entire time mm-hmm. and. Sp- Plays don't last more than five, ten seconds at a time. It takes longer to get back, reset, to get another play. You got a break. Uh, it's it's a great short attention span game. It is. It is. Even if it lasts three or four hours, because it happens in little spurts. Yep. Exactly. Soccer, man, they can have 20, 30 minutes of constant play, you know, or something like that. I don't know all the rules of soccer, but they have a lot of constant play. It's frankly, it's the, it's the same for basketball for me. It's just a lot of back and forth, and mm-hmm. you know, I've just never been the biggest fan. But let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, brother. Look, man, I don't think Garth is necessarily down there to promote decadence. And I've been to decadence on accident. I got stuck down there. And no, I, I, I know. I, I, I'm I'm being facetious. It's just low-hanging fruit. You know? I know, but, like, when you start talking about Garth, man, you're worried me because, you know, like, in the Davis household, it is God, country, mama, and Garth. <laughs> and then Auburn football, but you know, yeah, no, but it's it, it just after he made his stance for Dylan Mulvaney and 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 Bud Light in the in the knowing what he was doing, it it was awfully uh, it was awfully ironic that he decided to headline a festival deck in its weekend. But was he really making a stance with Dylan Mulvaney, or was he just being Garth? Remember, he's the guy who also wrote the song "We Shall Be Free," talking about everybody, and just Garth being Garth, and he's you know he's all about some love. Now, whether that's, I don't know what kind of love, but he's just dark. I got you, brother. I'm not up, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm aggravated I, with him. But I, I, I ain't never going to quit listening to his music. I may stop going to his concerts, but I ain't going to quit listening to his music. Appreciate it all day. Have a great weekend, brother. Bye, man. Bye. And I, I think that goes back to what you said, I don't know, maybe a month ago or whatever it was, about the reason this, again, has affected Bud Light so much is because there are options. Mm-hmm. So, But when you try to boycott something that do, there's no other option, it doesn't work. You're only you're only punishing yourself. Exactly. I like that. All right, let's take one more call. Hey, I'm sorry you're on there. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, hey guys, you know the only thing they haven't really tried to take over as far as this gay mafia, as I like to call them, the the, the rainbow to, supremacy. They have not tried to take over college football. That's one pure thing that we still do have. Well, because there's no one single governing body. I mean, I know there's the NCAA, but every school, you know, they just can't they can't do it in one wide swath. Now, BLM dang near did. Well, but I think about this. At every college football game damn near this year, excuse my language, this past year, how many times did they say F Joe Biden and you had 50,000 people cheering? Yeah, you know what's funny about that, too, is colleges are extremely liberal. But I, I guess enough blue collar people still go, to, or at least go to college football games. I guess that's the difference in in college versus sidewalk fans versus actual graduates. There's way more sidewalk fans. College football, the student they make the student section smaller in every stadium every year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's an that's a unique thing to look at. Hey, brother, I got to take my break, man. Great point. Uh, one more. Yeah. One more thing. You may say they're rebel. A lot of your Mississippi schools ain't. Ole Miss maybe, and they're also racist, too. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, brother. Hotty toddy. We'll be right back with Sean York Ron on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to 
the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm. <clears throat> Stonington Farm Beef. They're going to be up here next Friday making their deliveries in the Tri-County area. They'll be in Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland. So get your order in now for grass-fed, grass-finished, 100%. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally sourced beef right down in Perkinston, Mississippi, uh, from Dr. Stonington and uh, his bride, Katie. Or maybe it's his daughter. Anyway, Katie Stonington. Uh, you'll go to your website. You'll go to their website, stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two N's. You'll uh, go to view our cuts, and they have all the prices and stuff there. You can get everything from one steak or one pound of beef delivered all the way up to a whole cow uh, butchered the way you like. So check out, get in touch with them. They'll work out pricing and all that, and experience the grass-fed difference. They'll be, like I said, they'll be up here next Friday, July 21st, delivering to the Tri-County area that's stonington farm the grass-fed difference all right sean where were we garth garth brooks again yeah garth. <laughs> garth. all right i think we've we've spoken our piece on that um feel, okay so just so people want to understand satire garth is not actually headlining headlining decadence festival <laughs> he is playing a f- music festival in downtown at the same time and it's just too funny to pass up the opportunity Friends in low places have a whole new meaning, I guess. Absolutely. Friends at about. (laughs) I can't do it. That'll be, we'll do an uncensored podcast one day. Um, Um, Okay. So did you have anything pulled up you wanted to hit? Well, you know, you and I had talked about something I thought was funny the other night um, about, you know, we always talk about cancel culture and we we both agree that it's ridiculous pretty much on both sides. And I I think I, I was talking to a friend about this and I texted you at about MySpace about social media in 20 years ago, yes. how it would not work in today's world right now. And I don't know if everybody remembers having a MySpace page. I'm 44, and so back around 2005, I was 25, and, and uh, everybody had MySpace. And you had to organize your friends on the list. Was it 10 friends or 5 friends? I can't it was, remember. It was 8. 8, okay. And, but you could add more. As it grew, you could add top 12, top 20, top – yeah, you could really grow it. And you could put them in an order, yes. right? And then their other friends – it's not like Facebook where just random pops up there. And uh, we were talking about how I don't think it would work in today's world because everybody would get attacked on who was in their friends – their top friends list, like – you don't have enough diversity in your friends list, or you know you have too you many men in your friends list. You need more women, or you don't have, you don't some, have a trans person. You in don't there. have a gay person. You don't have a black person. You don't have an Asian person. Like it would become this huge thing, and not even just like personal context, like with your with your friends, but like celebrities and politicians would have to like curate their MySpace to make sure it was it fit a, a certain narrative, yeah. or you just get attacked, and you're like you know if you so let's say like eight of your best friends happen to be white and you put them all there, you couldn't do that nowadays because that would be offensive to somebody. And just like if you were black and eight of your you know, best friends were black, you'd have to switch that too, I think. So it would, uh, MySpace would not work in today's world. Blacks aren't held to the same standards. They let's would get let's, less let's attacked. Just, let's just be yeah, honest. they would get less attacked than yeah than you would than no. you would Clay. Yeah, well, I don't know Clay. You could probably you know you might be able to get away with it and then just make fun of everybody because that's probably what you do. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> any any of my black friends that I put in my top eight would be begging me, Clay, get off. Yeah, they'd be job. like, please do not put us in. Do there. not put me in your top eight. Do not. Right. <laughs> you're like yeah, they're like do not you know like you're on the radio talking about oh here's my eight friends on my on Clay Edwards you know friends list. And they're like calling in like take me off of that. I may. 
I get bored one day. I may do a Facebook top eight thing and just tag like the top eight people who would be in there and then let the <laughs> let the crap show ensue. Yeah, everybody's just mad. Yeah, that's a but I mean there would be there would be street fights over not just diversity, I think just in general, like back then you could do it and people weren't getting so mad. Now we have such an anger culture that even if you were just forget about the diversity thing, just who you put in your list, yeah. I think you'd be getting text messages, hate on your feed about how it's, that worked out. Especially after twenty years of internet culture yeah that's what i mean like right where we are now that, that created social media culture it did it did you know like how to slide in dms how to like posts, <laughs> how to go back and forth and hit on each other passive aggressively and all mm. these things but now after 20 years of that and they're pretty much being a formula that works absolutely You're if right. you took that back to the myspace technology oh my and that, god and it, we, we somehow tomorrow we woke up and the only social media network in the world was 2005 myspace mm-hmm 2007, whatever, whatever right. it was, mid 2000s, and you know, Dane Cook was still the most popular comedian in the world. <laughs> yeah, right, he was. It's a B and E. Oh God, it's a B and E. Jeez, and no one's heard from him, thankfully, more. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be a problem. Like when, how, and you're right. Twenty years of all this buildup and how it's evolved. I think you know you discussed on the show one time, and I had a feed going the other night about you know guys sending. Picks, and I think everybody knows what I mean yeah. to Ind- women. Discriminatory, unsolicited. Like how that how that culture evolved into like where just people were you know guys were sending random pictures to to women who were posting you know thirst trap photos where we call them and uh, where that how that evolved from the whole MySpace thing into that like how, where do we get from MySpace to you know indecent photographs being sent to random women on the internet I don't know how we got there. Who do you think the first influencer? was like like kind of female um thirst trap influencer however you want to word like that. kim kardashian maybe i think it was Kim. i think it was tila 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 tequila tila tequila tila tequila tila tequila mm, that's a, i haven't heard that name in a long time you know mm-hmm. uh, um i think i saw her not too long ago one of them one of them chicks died the one that um uh she she ended up with a clothing line named after her and stuff and all that stuff but yeah, and there was another one that died recently from alcohol poisoning. We so. should see if we could f- do some investigatory work and figure out who was the first man to send one of those photographs in a DM, you know, just try to track <laughs> this down. Like, who kicked off, and then who told his other friend, like, hey, man, this is a really good idea. You this know, works. This works. Just do that. Like, who, who, was, who kicked off the revolution? It's like that meme of the, of the black guy. It's like a joke, but it's like Willie Joe Simmons, first, first black man, to ma- to use his old lady's tax returns to buy rims on his, on, oh, his right. vehicle. Yeah, 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 and it's got like a Model T with some 26s mm-hmm. or something on it, which I think is an excellent, excellent meme. I mean, somebody, some, because somebody was like, he was the pioneer, right, yeah. of this. He's like, I'm going to, this is my idea. And then it just spread like a virus, right? It spread like a virus. Yeah, Everybody, the, the woke mind virus. <laughs> or, or, or COVID. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's funny to think about that. Like, who, who set back? It's like a lot of things in life, right? Who sits back? And thinks to themselves, this will be good. You know, like, yeah, right. who's the first person to try a crawfish? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who just, who came up Or with even that? some of the more nasty stuff out there. Like, this will be good, guys. Sit down and, or saw a deer. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got an idea. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, I don't know. But if we can find that guy, we'd love to interview him. Like, yeah, because he, you know, it's, it's happened within the last 20 years. It wasn't happening before social media because we didn't have phones that could send pictures before that, really. Now, because some guys are absolute idiots around here mm-hmm. and, and they, and their hello is a unsolicited, uh, pornographic photo. Sure. 
I know a lot of them that have because a couple of girls have gotten to where they'll just put them on blast. They'll screenshot their their un- inappropriate photo and their profile and put it on blast. Yeah. And he, even even if I ever wanted to, like I felt there's like you know this this is this is going to be the time it works. This is yeah, it's going to work this, this time. Yeah, this going is going to be it. the time it works. I would never do it. I have a fl- go big or go home. I have a theory on this. Yeah, cause I could just never. I don't want that floating out there in the ether. I have a theory though. One one group is lying about the success or failure rate of this. Somebody has to be lying. Absolutely. E- either either girls are lying about it working, mm-hmm. or guys are lying about it working. Because there's no way that something seems so universally loathed, right? That's done so often mm-hmm. with no success rate. Yeah, like like what's the thing? The definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that. So, like, if this doesn't work and everybody does it or, you know, and then they keep on doing it, somebody had to, like, go to, you know, hey, Bob, guess what? This doesn't work. You know, like, somebody had to do that. I mean, like, you know, if I've sent 10 unsolicited photos to 10 different females and I've had zero return on that investment, Mm -hmm. now, even I would think if that's that's your goal, if one out of 10, that's not a bad closer. You know what? I did it 10 times. it worked once. Works for me. And that could be why it's keep on going because there was that one that it actually did work. Yeah. That actually that that guy worked. Yeah. Who's the girl that hates her father so much that she she gets an unsolicited photo like that and says, "You know what? Come on over." Like this guy. That's right. Like you know, come on over right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just uh, it's just interesting how that evolved into the the massive, for lack of a better term, problem that it is. Yeah. All right. Look, let's take a break real quick. John, stay on hold. We'll come back to you after this break. Well, this is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkaron, 103.9 FM, WYAB. I haven't been saying it, but I'm going to say it. Breaking rules when necessary. I think this uh, the last couple segments solidify that. Hey, look, <clears throat> are you... Are you going car shopping this weekend? Are you going to buy a car from Ellis Autoplex or from Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center? Well, you know what you're going to need to do next. You're going to need to get the windows tinted. Um, especially if you're the kind of person that sends unsolicited photos you're not, and gets put on blast on Facebook. You're going to need really dark windows. And you can accomplish that anonymity at Lakeland Glass and Tint. Whew, that may have been the worst ad read ever. Uh but anyway, all joking aside, Lakeland Glass and Tint, man, for all of your automotive window tinting, home car, home car and business window tinting needs, vehicle wraps, vehicle glass. Hey, look, man, I know you don't have to have an inspection sticker anymore, but if you get a broke windshield and that crack gets right in front of your face, because let's be honest, that's just the way things happen. It gets right in your line of sight, and the sun in Mississippi or these super-duper bright headlights get right in your line of sight. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Get to Lakeland Glass and Tent. Let them replace your windshield. They'll take care of you. They work with your insurance company, the whole nine yards. They also do vehicle wraps now. And one of my favorite things that they do is paint correction and ceramic coating. They're an Expel dealer. They're actually their Expel's dealer of the year. And that is the brand uh, tent and wrap that they use as well as ceramic coating. So, look, you can book online at lakelandglassandtent.com or give them a call today. 601-946-1000. That's Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. All right, so I want to give away a pair of rodeo tickets. And uh, it's going to re- require some creativity here. Or, or I don't know if creativity is the word. 
it's going to require some some uh some gall. <laughs> you got to have some gall. Uh, if you've ever sent an unsolicited photo uh, to somebody, un- uh, yeah, unsolicited means as in they didn't ask for it. I want you to call us and tell us why you thought that would be a good idea. If like that way, if that was your hello to somebody you've never talked to before, I want to understand what was going through your head. The phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two, and just to be. Just to uh, be full of diversity, equity, and inclusion here on the Clay Edwards Show. Females, if if you've ever received one and it worked, and you said, you know what, me and him are dating now, I would like to call and hear why. He's the father of my children. Yeah, (laughs) 601-879-0002. Keep it it family friendly. I'm just curious. All right. So speaking of which, a buddy of mine texted in on the Guns and Gear text line. I mean, a guy that I don't know, never met before in my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh dustin says 20 years is that accurate heck i may have been the first or at least one of them 100 first 100 to a thousand going back to aol chat rooms yahoo chat etc could have dropped in the aol chat right yeah. that's right they used, to, they used to have those groups on aol chat you know that's it but i guess back in those days though you'd have to like get a polaroid right and just hold it over you and shake, shake it, it like a shake polaroid it. photo camera <laughs> picture or whatever i mean because you didn't when did we get camera phones like I, I early 2000s i guess so the the iphone i know it wasn't the first um <laughs> It wasn't the first, but I think it was the first that could actually post to mm-hmm. to the internet, or it was, it was when apps came along. You had to do it through a browser. It was a nightmare. Because my um, motor, did you ever have one of those Motorola Razor phones? Did I ever? You couldn't get those photos off. They were just yeah, trapped on there. They were just trapped on there forever, right? Yeah. And that's what I mean. So I, I don't know. I don't think you could, could you text them? them. I don't think you could even text them. I don't think that. so. I don't I, remember. Mm-hmm. You could Bluetooth pictures back and forth. To each other, like once you got it on there, you, you could that. Bluetooth a photo to a guy. I just remember where I was sitting at a red light with uh, uh, Josh, I passed away now. Um, can't remember his last name is eluding me because I've said it on the radio. He's no longer with us. Uh, Corey McDonald, uh, Wayne Wimbley. I just, you know, just remember the, mm-hmm. when when you learn something new, like technology wise, you yeah. remember exactly where you were, who you were with. I know exactly when I got that Motorola Razor. And, and yeah. Ed was with us too, and man, we were sitting right there at the intersection of Center Park and County Line, where Chick Fil A is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right down County Line. Yeah. And so, somebody he Bluetoothed the picture to me. I had no idea what Bluetooth was. Uh, that's. Right. I remember exactly where I was, and I got my first text message. As well. I remember telling, uh, my uncle actually had text messaging before, this was around 2004, and he told me about it, and I was like, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Why wouldn't you just call someone? <laughs> I remember saying that. I'll never forget saying <laughs> that, and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, and of course, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and it's another one of those things. I was, I, was sitting, I was sitting on the toilet when I got my first text message, <laughs> I mean, and I was, like, it was just, I was like, what the heck is this? Kids today will never know. An intrusion the, of privacy. <laughs> yeah. Kids today will never know the joy of having you know your numbers and having to scroll through the letters and all that kind of oh, stuff. Man. Oh my god! I also was, remember. I think I've told this story on the radio. I think I remember exactly where I was when I found out my Nokia brick had a uh, had a phone book in it. And oh I, and, yeah, because I just been carrying my numbers around, still in my in your wallet. little book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, my buddy was like, "Clay, wh- wh- what are you doing?" I was like, "Get a phone number." He's like, "Your phone has a phone book." I was like where and he showed me i was like we were we were on my boat backed up to the dock on a saturday or sunday afternoon that tells you how long ago that was oh man i just googled the first phone to have cell phone it was a kurosero visual phone and i had a curious i remember that it Mm -hmm. was that yeah so that was the one that 
had the uh, had the uh, camera phone. So I now I got a picture of someone with a Curacao or, or a, uh, a Motorola razor in my head, just in the bathroom trying to take a <laughs> trying to take the first trying to take the first one. You know, he's see a, what they can do is get the right angle. He's a Christopher right Columbus of those kinds of picks. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> I call it the Mayflower. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! So Cons- conservative talk radio. Yeah, conservative talk. It's it's free for all Friday. You know. <laughs> it's free for all. We're, we're gonna get out of here and we're gonna have effed around and found out. Yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. We're not welcome back Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just an interesting topic because it's what? it's so widely discussed and like there was this thread on my Facebook feed a couple of nights with a friend of mine, uh, uh, Natalie, and we would be discussed this for like. I don't know, like 70 comments deep, you know, people were jiming in and it just, uh, cause I mean, everybody's like been experienced that. Well, I mean, no, I mean, no one sent me an unsolicited, <laughs> but women have got that. Yeah. Anything I've, anything I've ever been received was very, was solicited. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what I mean. It's solicited. <laughs> yes. Right. It's not. So, um, yeah. So, so it's a, it's a, uh, well, it's, a, it's a social issue of our time, I guess you would say. Uh, let, let, let's pivot. As, as hard as it is to, to pivot away from those that conversation. Um, still in the same vein, though. Um, yesterday, as the show was ending, I just missed it, of course. Or maybe it was the day before. Whatever. I want to talk about you. I don't care when it was. I want to talk to you about it real sure. quick. Sure. The, the Secret Service says we'll, ne- we'll never know who the cocaine belonged to. We'll never know, Clay. That's right. I agree with him. We're just never going to know. We're never going to know. And the most secure building in the world with the most cameras, you know, heat sensors, everything. We're never going to know. Drug that's sniffing right. walls. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's got a nuclear uh, warhead underneath the floor. We're never going to know. Never it is a secret. The, and, now it's, it. and now it's suddenly, below, it was suddenly in a locker somewhere. Oh. Like the story has evolved. At one point, they tried to roll the construction company that had done some stuff under the bus and say a construction worker left it, which I would, if I'm that construction company, I immediately drug test everybody, and then I sue the bejesus out of them for, for, for suggesting that it was one of my, my employees. Sure. I mean, this is actually a, you know, a good pathway for Hunter to make some money, if you think about it. I mean, he could release like a music video with Shaggy, calls it wasn't me, <laughs> and me. just go that way. I mean, he can make some extra cash. And- no, look, I tell you, once Biden's done... And Hunter can just get back to being to doing Hunter stuff, you know, outside the public eye as much. He'll write a book called "What If I Did It," like OJ. Man, if he doesn't have <laughs> yeah. if he doesn't have his own strand of marijuana, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, because he's kind of becoming the 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 modern day Snoop Dogg for being high. Sure, sure. You know, like I mean, might as well just wrap his arms around it and let it be who he is. He's kind of a cultural. I, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of these guys that are kids of famous people try to shoot off on their own. God, that was a bad term using when I'm talking about Hunter, but like, you know, they, uh, they just, um, they did try to do things. So maybe Hunter, Hunter can go on a circuit, you know, and start because music videos. He can endorse like Tostitos like Snoop does or Corona. I mean, whatever. You know, I think we may have just stumbled onto something. I think we have just backed into figuring out who maybe sent the first unsolicited photo. Maybe and you backed in again, referring to Hunter. I Hunter. Mean, but yeah, but yeah, maybe it was. I mean, it could have been Hunter. Very well, could have sent the first unsolicited, uh, inappropriate photo. If anybody would have done it. Also, though, about the cocaine. Look, obviously, he's suspect number one. I get it, right? And it, all the memes have been hilarious. But what I think is that, like, do you think Hunter would actually leave his cocaine behind, or would he? Like, I figure, like, he, he's the kind of guy that does it all. He's all in, man. Like, it's all gone by the end of the night. You know, something else I thought about too is it was allegedly like a dime bag size thing. Mm-hmm. 
of, of Coke. So that ain't much. That's not more than a couple lines. No. Mm-mm. Uh, Hunter rolls d- deeper than that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like probably what he does to wake up, right? Just a little bit and then gets I mean, in the shower. Hunter's probably got some kind of, you know, like you've seen those Mr. PP2000s or whatever where you can, the, the, the peonator where you can go take a fake drug, take a drug test. Yes, pee things yes, pee. sure. I bet you he's got some version of that lined up to him with a hose. Like, did you see that thing where he snorted in his hand the other night behind Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's probably got some kind of concoction. Something. Where, yeah, he ain't having to hit the straw on a baggie. I mean, he's he's come up with something way more creative uh, that he wears to do his drugs. I, I yeah, that's why I think like do you th- I just think he'd leave his dope behind. I like mean, it's not like those, you're drunk when you're drinking and you're and you could you forget stuff, but when you're doing cocaine, I mean, you're like it's like a he probably wears it like an insulin pump or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you, were, you're like picking up everything. You get ultra paranoid, and I'm mean, not that I know. I'm just saying that's what I've, I've heard. Heard, I've heard yeah. that that's what happens. And then uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know that he would. I think he would have found every bit of it. Just like I was going to Pornhub for research. Purposes. Yeah, that's right. But now it's banned yeah. from unless you have a VPN, fellas. Like you can use a VPN. Strong VPN is only like forty nine bucks a year. All right, we'll be right back. Close out the show with Sean York Quran on an after round and found out Friday right here on the Clay Edwards Show. to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, y'all guys, be sure to stay tuned. Uh, coming up here in the next hour, uh, Jim Thorne will have Kimball Funches as his musical guest of the day from um, 9 to 10 here on WYAB. Sean, that was a fun show today. Yep. Um, I'm going to get that podcast cut up and put out there. It'll be for, for everybody's um, entertainment pleasures. Um, MySpace and my, racist MySpace and unsolicited photos. That was a highlight of the day. Look, no one ever called in, by the way, about no, uh, meant to win the tickets. The, we'll, have, we'll have tickets to give away next week. Hey, look, I know we didn't skip, get to the Anthony Fox, Jody Owen stuff today. We'll save that for next week. Sure. Gonna, there's going to be a lot of development to this story, so we'll kind of hit it as it a little bit more develops. If you want to keep up with that, Kingfish and, of course, uh, Kingfish at Jackson Jambalaya, of course, Therese at DarkHorsePressNow.com. Uh, they're up to date on the more legal end of things than I am. I just kind of regurgitate with what I read on their sites anyway and give my thoughts and opinions on it. But, uh, but like I said, we'll be, up, we'll be back next week. Have a lot to talk about. I'm going to see my boy Brett Michaels tonight. It's going to be my girlfriend's first time to see uh, my favorite singer of all time. So we'll be up there enjoying that tonight. A little hard rock. Firehouse and Brett Michaels. Who we know probably has sent a Send an unsolicited pick before, right? Maybe he oh, doesn't yeah. have to. Brett no. Michaels probably doesn't have. He's to. received some. He's received pick. a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're talking about this is a guy that gets bras and panties thrown at him on stage. Right. He doesn't need so to go think, that far. Yeah, I think I don't think he he may not even have a cell phone. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we'll be back Monday. I'm gonna have a good weekend. Y'all stay safe. Get out. Support these sponsors. Uh, take a break. Deliveries. Use Clay Six Hundred One to get your five dollars off. Go enjoy Acme Pizza, Daiquiri, the big salad for lunch today. See y'all Monday. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.